Welcome to the Fit and Fulfilled Podcast. My name is Kushbu and I am your host. I am a nutritionist, life coach, and founder of the wellness consulting business, K-Way. On this podcast, we chat all things physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health to ensure you thrive from the inside out in order to create a more joyous and fulfilling life. Grab a cup of coffee, bottle of kombucha, or a glass of wine, and let's chat. Hey, hey, happy Tuesday or whatever day it is when you listen to this episode. If you're new around here and if this is the first episode of the Fit and Fulfilled podcast that you're listening to, I drop a new episode every Tuesday. And so if you aren't already, be sure to hit the subscribe on this podcast so that you don't miss an episode. I promise to make it worth your while. And hey, we're all friends here. So welcome to the community. But speaking of friends, I wanted to continue on from last week's episode on manifesting high value friendships. I really appreciate the feedback you guys send and wanted to read out one of the lovely messages I received. I wanted to message and say thank you. I was meant to go for lunch today with the moms from the kids in my son's class and felt like canceling since all it was all new people and out of my comfort zone. I listened to your podcast this morning and decided to just go. So, so glad I went. I had such a great time and met so many women I could see myself being friends with and hanging out with. And also, it was good knowing his classmates' mom, moms. I've already made drinks plans with one. So thank you. That's what it's all about. Learning new ways of doing and then actually changing our way of being. And we open ourselves up and just slightly come out of our comfort zone. That's how we open ourselves up to so many cool new experiences, friends, and outcomes that will actually make us more fulfilled. But anyways, it really makes my day hearing from you. And so if any episode ever impacts you in any way, big or small, please share it with me. Some people get high on drugs. I get high watching people take ownership of their lives and turn it into something that fulfills and brings them joy. It almost feels like that the older we get, the more of a given it is that we have established friendships. And sadly, that's not always the case, at least not to the degree of having meaningful and fulfilling friendships. And here's the thing. There's a difference between knowing a lot of people and actually having friends who have your back who you can turn to in a moment of crisis, who you can open up and share with, who you can go out and have a laugh with, and who you can essentially do life with and who you want to do life with. There's nothing worse than being surrounded by a bunch of people yet still feeling lonely and somewhat empty. I have this quirky fascination with the etymology of words and wanting to know where certain words originate from. If you consider the words friendship and relationship, it's no coincidence that both of the words have the term ship in it. A ship is designed to take you places. And so if your friendship or relationship isn't taking you anywhere, it's time to abandon ship and let it sail so that you can get on board with a more suited ship. A ship a friendship that is meant to fuel your growth and happiness. In order to create these rich, wholesome, and meaningful connections with other humans, it's important to be selective about the kind of energy we are inviting into our lives. You can either be the one choosing or the one chosen. And I sincerely hope you maintain your power by going with the former and being the one who is choosing. When it comes to being selective, it's about paying attention to how others show up in our lives and the impact it has on our energy. 
So many of us are picky when it comes to romantic relationships, and even the slightest red flag can force us to write the other person off as a a no-go. Yet when it comes to platonic relationships, we let things slide way too often and make excuses for the ill treatment or lack of respect and love we are receiving. While red flags are often associated with romantic relationships, I wanted to touch upon a few friendship red flags that come to mind and offer you something to think about to help you audit the relationships in your life as necessary. Before I dive into these friendship red flags, let's just reiterate what a red flag is. From a literal sense, a red flag is a warning of some kind of danger and to take a pause before moving forward. However, in this context, a red flag is essentially a sign that the person you want a relationship with, romantic or platonic, cannot have a healthy relationship and proceeding down the road would be emotionally dangerous. So with that said, let's touch upon a few friendship red flags, which are likely a sign that your friendship might be more toxic than you realize. First and foremost, there isn't an equal balance in the friendship, but instead it's incredibly one-sided. In other words, there's a lot of giving from your end and taking from the other. As cliche as it sounds, friendship is all about giving and taking. And think about it for a second. If we're constantly giving up our energy and not receiving it back in some form, ultimately, we are going to find ourselves being emotionally zapped. It's almost like driving a car on empty. Every time your car is nearing the E mark, what do you do? You fill it up with gas in order for it to keep moving forwards with ease and also to avoid damaging the vehicle. In order for a friendship to continue moving forward, you cannot drive it on E from either end. A few ways in which you might be giving more than you're receiving could mean you being the only one checking in, you constantly changing your schedule to suit plans, the other person constantly asking for favors yet not equally showing up when required, or you being the one who's constantly reaching out. Another massive red flag that ties in with this is when your friend rarely asks questions about you. As much as we all love to talk about ourselves, friendship is all about holding space for one another and making the other person feel heard. However, when somebody repeatedly fails to ask about your life, he or she is indirectly implying to you that your life is not important. Without a mutual healthy curiosity about one another, it's near impossible to develop a meaningful connection. Another red flag that comes to mind is when the so-called friend tends to not compliment and or congratulate you. I'd also keep my red flag radar on for friends who rarely share your joy. They either resent you for moving forward or brush it off and inevitably leave you feeling dumb for even feeling happy in the first place. Here's the thing. Even if you're not interested in whatever it is that your friend is happy about, give your friend that moment. It's important to him or her, and that alone is reason enough. I'm all for validating ourselves, but a compliment here or a congratulations there is essentially a way of your friend showing they support you and whatever it is that is making you happy. A real friend ultimately wants to see his or her people thriving, irrespective of what that entails. A huge red flag, which we might not even realize is a red flag at the time, is when your friend constantly shares other people's secrets with you. In the moment, it might actually feel like you are strengthening the bond because your friend trusts you enough to share someone else's intimate details. However, I'm a huge believer in the notion that how we do one thing is how we do everything. 
If your friend is constantly disclosing details others have shared in confidence, what makes you think that he or she isn't doing the same with your secrets? Every healthy relationship needs to be built on a solid foundation of trust, but it should never be at the expense of someone else's privacy. Just some food for thought. Whether it's a friendship or romantic relationship, communication is key. The ability to outwardly express our needs and opinions, along with the space to be vulnerable, is what builds a bond. A red flag that drives me crazy, this should probably the should have been the first one I mentioned, but a red flag that drives me crazy is poor communication. Here's the thing, is that we all slip up and unintentionally hurt one another. That's life. When that happens, the worst thing we can engage in is the silent treatment. Even worse if you are the one on the receiving end. In some cases, you might even hear of the way your friend feels through someone else rather than them directly share it with you. If your friend isn't able to communicate when you've done something wrong, but instead internalize, create a story and project whatever it is that they believe to be true about the circumstance, I would definitely run the opposite direction. The only way we can make amends is if we know where we've slipped up. And it's pretty hard to establish when you're expected to read between the lines. If you notice this red flag recurring in your relationship, Take it as a sign that your friend doesn't really value the relationship. It's as simple as that. If he or she valued the relationship, there would be room for understanding and trying to see it from your perspective rather than let miscommunication be the reason why the friendship tanks. I mean, nothing screams emotional immaturity quite like the inability to communicate. And on the topic of communication, another red flag I would pay attention to is when you feel scared or nervous to voice your opinion and needs. It could be due to the fear of judgment or fear of rocking the boat. And I'm not just talking about the big things in life, such as expressing your political views or your view on the vaccine. It could be something as simple as you both being at a restaurant. Let's say she's doing the ordering or he and there's a specific dish you want, yet you feel bad voicing it because he or she has already ordered quite a bit of food. Honey, if there's something you want to eat, order the damn dish. This meal is equally yours as it is his or hers. And on that note, a real friend values and respects your needs, irrespective of what it looks like. That could mean in terms of your food preferences, the movie you pick at the cinema, when you actually hang out, compromising when necessary, respecting your decision for wanting a night in, and so forth. And if your friend repeatedly doesn't respect and value your needs, it's time to pay attention to that red flag. This actually reminds me of a quote card I came across on Instagram a while back. Stop accepting breadcrumbs so that the universe can send you the whole slice. The less you accept toxic behavior from others, the more likely the universe will send you a friend that actually values your needs and preferences and ultimately supports your happiness and overall well-being. And finally, well, not finally, as there are definitely more red flags that are important to pay attention to, but I just don't want this episode to run too long. But the last red flag for now that I wanted to touch upon is when your friend is always canceling and changing plans with you at the last minute. Here's the thing. We all have stuff that comes up last minute and it is inevitable to avoid. A supportive friend will understand. I mean, duh, we're on this thing called life together. However, when it becomes the norm, 
It merely communicates that the other person doesn't value your time. It is as simple as that. If your so-called friend keeps canceling on you, it might be time to cancel them out of your life. Oh, snap. Yep, I did go there. (laughs) But anyways, before we close off on this episode, I just want to stress on the importance of patterns when it comes to auditing our relationships and identifying red flags. A good friend having a bad day might snap at you or seem distant, but they're likely apologize once things settle down. They will take accountability. Toxic friends, on the other hand, tend to follow a pattern that never really dies down. And so stay weary of patterns rather than one-off questionable behavior. And like I said earlier, you can either be the chooser or the one chosen. It's time to start valuing your happiness enough and as a result, being selective about the kind of energy you allow in your life. And that is all I got for you today. But if you did enjoy this episode, please let me know. Like I mentioned earlier, I always love hearing your feedback. You can find me on Instagram. I'm most active there. So just send me a DM. My handle is listed in the show notes for spelling, but it is at kushboo.kway. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fulfill podcast. If you have an extra minute, I'd so appreciate if you could head over to iTunes and leave this podcast a five-star review. In doing so, it helps other people receive this message so they can also go to the next level in their wellness journey. I'd love to connect with you. So please let me know what your biggest takeaways are in this episode and tag me on Instagram at kushku.kway in your social media post or DM me to help me serve you better and create more content that you can resonate with. I'll see you next week, but in the meanwhile, I'm sending you so much love and goodbye.